This is the ear spoon with fish and Steve. Hey everybody, I am Fish. And I am Ted Cruz. Have <laughs> you Oh my goodness. How could we this is it, man. We are not even now. We are approaching second ten of the podcast. Have you gone to TedCruz.com? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, is that not brilliant or what? Huh? Uh, I can't close to Ted Cruz as I ever want to get. Yeah, but it was funny. <laughs> I um I, I literally stumbled across it thinking I had found this this thing. Um, something was, uh, I did a Google search, uh, to look up information on Ted Cruz about one specific, uh, thing to find out, to vet it, to, um, is he human? Is he human or is he indeed, uh, Eddie Munster? And, um, and, and, uh, something said, uh, support, support Beto. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. So I clicked on it. And it, so he's got tedcruz.org and tedcruz.com. Now, of course, the the muscle memory for anybody who's been on the intertubes, as long as you and I have been on the intertubes, is go to the dot com. Naturally, yeah. It's, right. That's the default, yeah. Uh, but not with him. He's a, he's a dot org, but I don't know. Because he's not about profit. No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Um, but, yeah. you know, because because <laughs> Ted Cruz dot soul crushing was, uh, was taken. Um, but yeah, I thought that that was funny. Anyway, welcome to the Ear Spoon. Thanks. It's good to be here. Yeah, good to be back. <laughs> uh, week number whatever. And mm. uh, I am Fish. Did we say that already? Yeah, we led that. Oh way. yeah, that's what made you Ted. I'm Cruz. I'm not actually Ted Cruz. No, no not even a true. little piece of me is Ted Cruz. <laughs> and if it was, I'd have it excised. Oh my God, <laughs> I would have it cut out with a melon baller. <laughs> so, Ew, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. There's that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, brought to you by Mocha Joe's and Serious Natural Remedies. Uh, we'll be hearing from them a little later on the podcast. Series moved. New building. Yeah. yeah. Saw that. Saw it. I was in there the other day. Were you? Was yeah. it? I haven't, I haven't been in. Former I'm, bank. It, well, we should we should say moved here in Brattleboro. I here think. in Brattleboro. They're still yeah, they're, on their cobblestone streets up in uh, up in the Burlington area. Yeah, the Brattleboro location where we are has mm-hmm. moved to mm-hmm. a lovely building, former yeah. bank. So, uh, well, let, let's get into it here because we're going we're gonna to try to cover two topics, uh, um, killing uh, reporters with a bone saw and, uh, and then killing the public with a bone saw are, as they're better known, the midterms. If anyone ever challenges me to a fist fight, I'm bringing a bone saw. Yeah. Um, so we are talking about, of course, what the Saudi uh, prince basically says, no, not us. We didn't do it. Oh, it changed so many times. First it was, no, 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 he left. And then it was like, oh, maybe he didn't leave. Oh, there may have been a problem. Oh, there was a fist fight. Was- oh, now we have a photo of someone dressed as him in his clothes walking out of the building. Have you seen this today? No. Yes. Yes, someone put on his clothes and walked out the building so as to uh, to be a body double, basically. So he's alive. No, he's plenty dead and dismembered oh. and and chucked in the woods. Yeah, and, uh, but, but they, not not if not if somebody's wearing his clothes. Right, right, that right. That means he's alive. So he must. Yeah, therefore, fake news. <laughs> right. So yeah. Hashtag and, fake bone saw. So as the entire world is looking in utter you know slack jawed disgust with this, of course our so called president is saying, oh yeah, I can. That's a totally believable theory. The fist fight thing. Yeah, so yeah. we're good. Moving on. Uh, you know, but he, here's a guy who basically says that he has a basically a really good instinct around science. Um, so, I mean, can we believe him? I don't think we can. I'm beginning to think maybe he doesn't tell the truth. No. Yeah. 
No. Yeah, if you listen closely between the words, sometimes it's not actually factual. Yeah, actually, between the words is where I find comfort. It's when he's actually <laughs> good one. <laughs> it's actually when he's actually actually blurting out nonsense. Silence uh, is best. Jamal Kashogi. Uh, Kashogji. Kashogji. It's the hard yeah. G and then the soft like J sound. Kashogji. So, um, this is a uh, an individual of of Saudi descent mm-hmm. who lived here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that the accounts of his murder are so horrific mm-hmm. that I literally, when they were counted down to me, honestly did not sleep that well at night thinking what may have unfolded in this mm. guy's final hours. While he was alive, yeah. And I, I don't think it's worth going over now. As a matter of fact, no. I was telling even the lightest version of that to my, my dear love, Jen, the other day, and it, and she, yeah, she couldn't even take the soft version. No, of it, so. there's no way to take that, and no. you know, it's a, it's the, probably by far, um, if given the choice, I would probably, uh, be wished to be covered in in rubber cement and set on fire. Right, because I think over it would that. be yeah. over quicker. Let's just leave it there. So, we don't need to, go, you know, any any death that involves a bone <laughs> saw, and fifteen men arriving and leaving the same day. Meeting this man who was ultimately lured into the the Saudi uh, 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 what's the word I want uh, consulate yeah. in Turkey, um, and there's some discussion about and again all, a lot of this information comes from the Turks. Gotta wonder if they have some uh, wiring devices mm, in the consulate. Maybe. But they're saying that they have audio of this man, and he also apparently was wearing a, a, an uh, Apple Watch. Yeah. Any of this, the details of which are really not even worth the time. It's a very very clear. Uh, Assassination, murder of of a a, a press, a free press, uh, so called enemy of the state. Yeah, this uh, Bin Salman dude uh, didn't appreciate the pushback from Khashoggi, and then my understanding for, again from what I'm reading today is like he was actually on the phone with this prince dude who said, "Come on, man, come on back to Saudi. You know, you're gonna love it." And he's like, "No, go to hell." And then within minutes, he's he's brutally murdered, uh, and. What's up here is this is a country, a, a, a world rife with right-wing lunatics from Brazil to Sweden to Saudi Arabia. That's nothing new there. To our country, the right-wing, violent, fascist, sort of authoritarian, you know, heavy-handed Duterte sort of dude that is starting to really take hold. Yeah, and it's disturbing on so many levels, and and of course we have a president. Who is so-called president? I should uh, I always, try not to use that yeah, term. But I, yeah, know, I, I know, I it. know, it's hard. Uh, who is okay with press being attacked in this manner, especially press that speaks out against him? Did you hear about what he says at his Nazi rally the other day about Greg Gianforti, the the man who who pleaded guilty to assaulting a reporter, uh, the body slammer, the body slammer? Yeah. And and here is, I mean, you can see that that reporter that was assaulted, physically assaulted and, and injured by this guy who later apologized and, and, and was found guilty, da 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 the, that guy could represent the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. And so Trump is basically saying, yes, be violent towards the yeah. First Amendment. He openly uh, um, advocates to attack people right. who rear up against him or whose opinion may differ from his own. 
And of course, that, I mean, that's all in play, right? I mean, we can go back to the Elizabeth Warren thing and the, oh, the whole, you know, there's this birther and Pocahontas and all that. And she takes a test and she does have a minuscule amount of Indian blood in her. So, you know, pay up a million dollars. No, no. And then he wants to do it. I mean, it's just, you know, this constant spin cycle of bullshit uh, that doesn't end. And and then you have this, this the, the probably the most... I mean, I've heard of plenty of disgusting things in in my <laughs> fifty plus years on the planet. Uh, getting closer to fifty five. It's <laughs> uh, all right. Buddy. You get through it. Yeah. Um, that this whole Kasoji um, murder is is uh, among. It's in the top five of most disturbing things I've ever heard in mm. my life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then. This president who basically says, no, 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 they're going to conduct their own thing, and I trust that they'll do the right thing. Now, here's where I here's where I get conflicted. Because his instincts are so good. Yeah, because we got an arms deal with them. Right. Uh, but Turns we're, out we're gonna we're gonna the the um, the, the the Republican God uh, known as Reagan signed a, <sighs> a nuclear um, uh, disarmament agreement with Russia. Now Trump's going to basically say, nah, we're not going to honor it. Right. Nah. And and millions of people, millions of people support this man. Right. Mil- yeah, it's not six, not 60, millions, millions. of people still can get behind. Show, show up in droves. But my, my point being is that he is just, um, he is not indeed making America great again. Uh, he is literally picking it apart. Uh, and I can only assume his only motive with all of it is for profit. Yeah. Anybody that speaks badly about him, you know, stocks sink. So mm-hmm. if he can just basically create the air of air of of, of uh control the narrative around fake news, which he has done. Yep. Because even you and I, who would never subscribe to a split second of what this this fucking orange asshole has to say, will sometimes check a source that we have normally mm-hmm. Trusted and breathe some discontent into it. I know I do. I have to do many layers now mm. of, of of vetting something sure. before I say it. Well, that's a healthy thing. I think the country and one of the reasons Donald Trump is the symptom of the problem is because we've lost the ability to discern and really draw conclusions with about the information you know presented to us. You know, we could go back to the election in 2016, like. Really, people? You don't see that? You can't discern from that that that's bullshit? You can't discern from this? And people simply can't. So right. that we're getting better at, at you know weeding out the bullshit and discerning and, and making good choices and using critical thinking, if that's true. I don't think it is. But if we're getting better and better about filtering out fake news, fine. That's a good byproduct of it. But the, the, the barn doors are wide open at this point. <laughs> it's oh. a little late for that. I mean, that's it. Just the animals are running free at yeah. this point. Um, there's a chart that I'm looking at here um, from 2013 to 2017. Where do the Saudis import their arms from? And the United States is just probably about 61% of their arms come right. from the United States, which represents a large payout, I am sure, right. to the United States. Um, is it worth life and limb? Was it <sighs> worth your pride? I, apparently, to this so-called president, it yeah. is. I can't think there's anything good about the murder of of a, of a uh, journalist. God knows, but if it raises awareness about the war in Yemen, then uh, then that's the silver lining to it. Because there are 17 million people 
on cue to be slaughtered through starvation and other means by the Saudis. Now, mind you, Saudi Arabia is a country named after a family. They are so wealthy from oil that they named the whole fucking country after the Sauds. And here we are with them being abusive to women, enslaving people, human rights violations up the wazoo, and we're buds. 19 so-called hijackers in, in, in 9-11, Saudis, you know. And now they're in line to kill more people than Stalin, you know. Yeah. And here we are talking about this particular murder for sure, but how are we ever this cozy with Saudis? How are we ever this cozy with a, a, a monarchy, basically, that makes rules and kills their enemies? Right. But here we, we have a well, we have a business ar- arrangement. Jared Kushner is is working business deals with the Sauds. You know, it's 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 a level of crazy that I don't understand. Um, you know, I mean, I have turned down money just based on my principles. Mm-hmm. I have. Can I have it? I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that money. <laughs> um, so. I it just it, it can't always boil down to money, but then I think that's why you and I will probably die without it. Yeah, I'm all right with that. You know, and, and but we will have our integrity. Yeah, <laughs> so, I will have my integrity. Yeah. I am not sure what the cachet, what the exchange rate is, right? And uh, in, in the next life, I'm hoping uh, you'll be dead. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm hoping upon hope that it does it does mean something that there's something more to what we have here, but I don't know. Uh, right now, I know that, that that we're able to 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 do these things freely at the moment, right. and I always bring it back to that dystopian society created uh, most famously by the the Hulu series Handmaid's Tale, right. uh, and and just a you know a room full of people sitting around going, well, I just didn't really like Hillary, you know, and <laughs> and, and you know, I just I, I just really couldn't you know enough of the Clinton Empire, and 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 that that launches what we have now right. wholeheartedly and I just can't believe we're just looking at at things like 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 reporters being murdered like right, but, but let me just interject this piece you're talking what we're talking about thematically here is this devotion to almost addiction towards money profit financial gain etc that our president and others like him are are are, are hooked on Pat Robertson, the most one of the most despicable people in all religion, and you couldn't even call that religion, said simply to his followers the other day, yeah, okay, so there may have been a murder, but we've got quite a good deal going on with the Saudis, so we're going to have to get over that. So here we are living in a time where money and profit quite clearly is more important than the well-being of others. So now Mitch McConnell can say, now that we've got two multi-trillion dollar tax deals for the already super wealthy, we're coming after your Social Security entitlements. It's unbelievable. And, and, and regular just, working people still vote for these people. And they just they take the punch bowl and they the cup is no longer good. So they got a hand on either side of the punch bowl and it's spilling and down right. onto the front of their shirt. And they are just, they are, and they're just, uh, honest to God, they're just beginning to guzzle it harder. It's just like an right. abusive relationship. It is an abusive relationship, and it's the same sort of thing. People that continue to vote, regular working people, if you're rich and getting richer, I get it. You're selfish and you want more of what you've got. And I don't get yeah. that. I get that you, you can get put it. it aside. And I get it. Yeah. I, 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 but it's mathematical, it's not moral. Right, yeah. But when people who hardly make a living say, yes, very rich people, please take more of my money away, demonstrably true that they're not getting more in their paychecks, they're not getting tax cuts, right. their life is not better, quite the contrary, and they still go out and vote. 
vote for him. There's a classic YouTube clip of, of people who are just out there talking about why do you vote Republican. And somewhere down in the South, some guy with one good tooth in his head mm. uh, in front of a, of a shit shack home that he lives in. Um, and it's the South, so it's bare, you know, it's not painted. It's bare walls on the inside, just shit everywhere, filthy, dirty. And they said, do you vote Republican? Damn right, I do. Well, you know why is that? You know they they go they're gonna make it they're gonna make it all okay. Well, they haven't yet. Dude. Well, and so why do you keep voting for them? How come you haven't changed the way you think? Because well, maybe one day they will. So I just gotta keep voting for them. Yeah. And I mean, there there it is. I mean, and that that is what you are up against as we head in to the midterm elections. I can hear it, Mitch McConnell laughing. I can hear Paul Ryan yeah, laughing. I can going, hear them all laughing. You know, so that's. Um, which seems to be a, a natural place to, to take a break. I, I did want to touch on this whole um, this whole dead reporter Khashoggi thing. Mm. Uh, we did, um, but this this will lead us into the second half of the podcast, where I just want to, I guess, I don't know, spend a little time crying about the midterms. Where to from here? Yep. Mm. All right. So uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll hear from Series Natural Remedies and uh, Mocha Joe's. Not necessarily in that order. And when we return on the other side. Uh, we will get into uh, to the midterms. This is Earspoon, your home for the shit you're thinking anyway. One of our favorite things to do while we're doing the podcast, mm-hmm. drink Mocha Joe's coffee. We really need to get a sound effects library. <laughs> All right, but that was inadequate, but it was real. It was real, authentic. And, and Mocha Joe's uh, has, has started here in our little hamlet of Brattleboro, Vermont, in yes. the late '80s, and yes. has boomed. And they uh, they do all kinds of great uh, products and have swag. You can go to their website, mochajoes.com, order coffee by the pound, uh, and we uh, we eat it by the pound here. We do. I don't. I prefer just to eat the beans straight. Straight. No, a crunchy not a little true. bit. One of my favorite things about Mocha Joe's is mm. the fact that they support the the farmer. Yeah, you know they really do. They have the fair trade coffees that they they go after all the time. They're constantly uh, traveling around and yeah. And I gotta say that I mean that's one of the first places I ever heard of the term fair trade. When I first got here twenty years ago, they were talking about this well before I think a lot of other people. I and mean, certainly it's now quite a thing. But being hip to how you supply your people and your your customers and caring at all and. Also, I mean, it ultimately winds up being a good economic choice, but they're just, it's the rightest thing to do. And, and, and farmers get kind of screwed, and Mocha Joe's makes sure that they don't. That's right. And it's one of the reasons why uh, we just love having them as part of the podcast and uh, hope to have them for years to come. Amen. So go check it out, mochajoes.com. If you live uh, here locally, of course, you just stop down at the little cafe. <sighs> That's one of the coolest shops in town. Definitely is. Series Natural Remedies offers New England's largest selection of CBD products for health and wellness. With over 60 brands, we represent all methods of CBD delivery, including extracts, capsules, edibles, vape, topical, body care, and beverage products infused with hemp. We bring together artisanal quality and science-based healing. Experience the healing benefits of CBD for people and pets. Visit us in Brattleboro or at our flagship store, 190 College Street, Burlington. More at TheEarspoon.com Hey everybody, this is Fish. I'm Steve. And this is the other half of the Earspoon podcast, which you can get wherever you download your podcast. We prefer that you get it at the Earspoon. In my bathroom. (laughs) It's right there. I get it inside my fortune cookies. All right. 
Uh, all right, so uh, midterm elections. No, please. I mean, yeah, yes, please. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't have a good feeling, to be honest with I you. I know you don't, and, and, and I think it's just because we went through 2016. Mm. Uh, but I was looking at Real Clear Politics, as mm-hmm. I'm doing right now. And it's a good site. They're pretty reliable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty. Um, I can't really look up when I'm wearing my readers at. Yeah, I get <laughs> nauseous. Um, so here's here's the rundown for the top Senate races in Indiana. It looks like uh, Donnelly has a three three point lead. Uh-huh. Uh In Missouri, Hawley is a point two. Mm-hmm. He's the uh, the Republican. Nelson, the Democrat in Florida, has a two point four lead. Arizona, uh, McSally. Point seven, mm. Heller in uh, Nevada, uh, one point seven. Tester in Montana, mm. Democrat, three point. Cruz uh, in Texas, a seven point. Now I'm not really. Sh- yeah, this is the this is the uh, the what they call the 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 RCP um, thing. But I, I really thought that that Beto was doing a lot better than that. I thought it was pretty neck and neck there. Yeah, it depends on the measure. I'm sure. I, I'm sure. So. Uh, Mendez in New Jersey, eight points. So that looks like that's yeah, a done no deal. He's no treat either. No, you know. but he is a Democrat, so I guess we can hold out hope that he'll do the right thing. Tennessee, Blackburn, uh, Republican, six and a half. Wisconsin, Baldwin, uh, Democrat, 10.6. Tammy Baldwin. Yep. Uh, what did I say? Did I say that? Baldwin? Yep. You said Baldwin, Smith, but yeah, that's Tammy Smith Baldwin. almost in Minnesota. Uh, uh, Manchin in, uh, has got, uh, got a healthy... I oh, really? He, yeah. He's the dude who helped get Kavanaugh in. Yeah, I West know. Virginia. Yep. I know. So I don't um, I don't know where to go from there. I mean, s- some of that stuff is, is not nice. Well, there's a couple of things to consider. One is the expectation, or at least the, there's a decent chance, according to the, uh, you know, the so-called punditry, that the Democrats will take the House. Right. There was uh, not much of a chance for the Senate, although that seems to be in flux. And honestly, what I'm seeing today that it does buoy my spirits, but I'm I think I'm, pr- I'm bracing myself for disappointment. But there seems to be at least in uh, early voting in a dramatic and significant uptick from young people. Um, well, that's what it's going to take because yeah. I can tell you right now, I, I I have no faith in the adults. Yeah, I feel the same way. And if if uh, you know if anybody 30 or below or even 40 and below said the 56 year old. Uh, is considering not voting. I mean, most people tune into a podcast like this are probably going to be pretty checked in, but find your friends that don't vote and get them out. And a lot of, you know, of course, vote any way you want to. But from our, you know, sort of lefty point of view, young tends towards uh, progressive or democratic or or left candidates. So find, you know, if you're going to vote, super. And we're all going like, well, I'm voting, you voting, yeah, I'm voting. Find someone who's not yeah. and get them out there. It's really critical, even in states that seem to be sort of a given, uh, like Vermont, mm-hmm. are just gonna are just gonna just gonna wash to to the Democratic side and vote mm-hmm. blue. Uh, I'm not taking anything for chance, even though every every poll that I'm looking at right now um, that include NBC, uh, The Economist, Fox News, Reuters, ABC, Rasmussen, some some really big Democratic polls, some b- mm-hmm. big Republican, all of them, yep. all of them. Uh, Rasmussen, which is probably the most um, uh, conservative poll out there, has True. Democrats at one point, mm-hmm. one one point edge. CNN, which is probably a little bit more liberal, is thirteen. How how do you get that big of uh, a thing? But they're all blue. Yep. 
So none of them are red. Right, but so, I'm not convinced that we're going to get actuality in this voting. We've seen enough fucking around with voting r- rules, limitations, and the so-called voting fraud, which isn't a real thing. We've seen enough chicanery around here, not to mention the gerrymandering, that I don't feel confident, and none of us should feel confident in a vote. We've already been talking for two years about a Russian hacking of our election and yep. attempts to hack our election, yet we're blithely going into this one going like, well, this one will be different. Why? How yeah. can we possibly imagine that we're in a democracy if we can't trust the very voting that we do? No, it, it's crazy. And, and honestly, so I mean, we can have that electoral college uh, conversation and just like, you know, one vote is one vote. Mm-hmm. That's it, period. Well, it's not in play in this time. And, you know, it's not a presidential no, election. No, 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 no. I, no, I, I get that. Um, you know, but I, as I'm trying to figure out, I guess the big thing for us is people are um, are they're not really looking forward to the Senate piece of this race. They're mm-hmm. more like we'll we'll take the House. That seems to be the given. Although I'm kind of with you, I don't think anything's a given anymore. I feel that way, yeah. And, and it's hard to really know again what's actual. And I, you know, we keep coming back to this. You know, why is it that we as a country require an outcome of our election within literal hours of the polls being closed. How about a full day? How about 48 hours? Mm-hmm. How about we take our time because we've used paper ballots that can't be hacked. Right. And we count them by hand and then we count them again. When I'm in president, when they when they make me president. I knew you were going to run. I knew it. <laughs> I knew you were going to run. <laughs> you guys smell it on me. <laughs> um, I, I will. I'll basically say, no, you know what? Here's yeah. what we're going to do. And here's the beauty of it. We're going to mm. create jobs counting votes. Hey, there it is. And All you're right. going to make voting a, a, a national holiday. Yep, exactly. We'll get rid of that 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 goddamn Columbus Day thing. Yes, please. All right, that's it. So now now and here's the here's the good news. When I'm president, mm. that weekend will be a 4-day weekend. Sweet. So if you want to vote early, you can do that as well. Right. All right, 5-day weekend. When I'm president, you will get a 5-day weekend. You can take Friday off, go uh, to the polls early if you'd like. Mm. Uh, you can Monday I know Vermont, you can basically register the same day, correct? I uh, don't remember. I think you can. I yeah. think you can. Um, oh, you know that um, Emily Kornheiser and myself, mm-hmm. amongst with some other people, we created a little um, a little website about voting just mm-hmm. for our little county called WyndhamVotes.com. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's well done. That's some. That's some hefty HTML coding right, right there. Right, right. Done by yours truly. But here we Pick, are. drag and drop and, Weebly site, but oh, it gets it done. Uh, the information's out you. there. But it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, here we are at this, at this critical, I think this the, the survivability of this country hinges on November the 6th. I mean it. Yeah. And, and when I say that, I also mean the survivability of the species. We just got the IPCC report about, you know, the, the increased level of global degradation from, from climate uh, change. And we're doing next to nothing about it. I mean it when I say if we don't get some true leadership running this country, this is a ship going over a waterfall. And with that, we will take, you know, most of the, oh, most of the, the, the human life on the earth if we don't turn this around rather quickly. You know, I, I literally I want to avoid a Clint Eastwood moment. And by Clint Eastwood moment, I mean. Do you want my chair? That that. <laughs> no, not even. <laughs> let's go back younger, dirty, oh, okay. hairy, dirty, hairy uh, Clint, Clint Eastwood, where, <laughs> where he's sitting, where he's sitting, and he's asking the criminal, "You got to ask yourself, punk. Did I fire five times, or did I fire six? Well, <laughs> tell me, do you feel lucky, punk? Do you?" 
Go ahead, make my day. Can I call a friend? Lifeline? Can I get a lifeline? <laughs> is this the cash cab? What is this? Um, you know, so I'm just, I don't want to get into a situation where we're looking at each other on, um, do you feel lucky, punk? Mm, yeah. No, you can't feel lucky. And the only way not to feel lucky is do your fucking job. Your job is to go out and affect some change. Yes, indeed. Here's your pep talk. We can affect change. And what it takes is even if it's raining and cold out, you putting on an extra layer, sucking it up, and go, because you would. Vote now. Why wait? Why wait till the 6th? You can go out and vote now. Go to your town office. Get your, fill it out. Take you five minutes and you're done. Yep. You so, don't have to go to – I mean, me, I'm a game day player. Yeah, I like that All too. right? I, I love going to the polls on oh. poll day, getting that – you know, talking to people, getting accosted sometimes. That happened. We talked about that a long time ago. Remember that when I went to the polls? Oh, yes. I, that's a good guy story. Didn't, uh, I write an article, and he just disagreed with me. Uh, but but there, there in, in, in case in point, was a man who was very upset with the way I was, I was talking about our president, uh, chose – an inappropriate place to address it, mm-hmm. um, at which point things got a little escalated because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my Sicilian blood I blame, but I, I have a tendency <laughs> to run hot when when you uh, when you approach me in a manner and don't and 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 do things and and you know my wife was there and and she was blah 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 but um, came back wrote my column and I said you know what I I challenge you. To some civil discourse, and he took me up on it. Mm. We had a cup of coffee. We sat down and we talked. Mm. And it turns out, eighty percent of what's going on, mm-hmm. we agree on. There you go. So, you and know, the solution so, is usually the problem. We can all agree that there's trouble. Yeah. If the solution is, a, you know, a megalomaniacal fake billionaire, you know, sexual predator. It kind of starts to break down around right. about there. So. <laughs> I I prefer to call him an exploded corn husk. Ooh, uh, so, there it is. But I mean, there in 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 what lies in the midterms uh, is is heavily reliant on everybody who listens to this podcast and Every, then some. Yeah, and then some. And what Steve was saying earlier, don't just vote yourself. Say, hey, how are you getting to the polls today? Uh, I don't have my, you know, my wife who's got the car. It's, all right, come on, I'll give you a ride. Oh, that reminds me. Uber and Lyft are yeah. offering free rides to the polls. Are they? On voting day. I wonder if the lo- the, 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 the lone Uber and Lyft driver, same person. Um, this is funny. In Brattleboro? In Brattleboro. <laughs> yeah, so we, have, we have Uber is here. Yeah. One dude, one dude in his minivan. There's a busy day. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if, if he is uh, uh, offering that. I'll have to, I should find out. I hope so. But that's a nice thing for a company like that, mm-hmm. for those companies to actually do, because it is that important. And when we get excited about one in five people coming out to the polls and calling that a democracy, I really fear for democracy. If we can see two in five, Forty percent of the people coming out would be a massive uptick. That's when a tragedy. We were just addressing um, with with the website that mm-hmm. both Emily and I did um, what happened here in Wyndham County and in Vermont overall, mm-hmm. and twenty one percent of of the vote of registered voters came out to vote mm-hmm. in the last election, and Ooh. that was record turnout. Yeah, that's just absolutely vomit-inducing. I, I have to say, if you are a professional baseball player, <laughs> you do not get into the Hall of Fame, and you're likely yeah. cut and can't find a team after your fourth or fifth season. Right. So where are these people? Right. Who 
are these people. Ask your friends if they're those people and help them right. find a way. Because, again, they don't have to vote the, vote the way you want them to, but voting at all means we have a, a more right. of a vibrant, thriving democracy. So this this will be, I mean, we will always sort of cover the topics in this podcast, but until we're beyond, and I'm certainly, we're, we're, we should probably on, on election um, week wait until Tuesday uh, uh, yeah. to, to publish so that we're not just kind of, or I don't know, maybe make a one final five minute plea to go out and vote and get people to share the shit out of that. Yeah, I might need a week to process it and yeah. to talk about it. Uh, but anyway, we'll we'll, we'll discuss that uh, off mic. But um, so, but we, you'll hear us constantly encouraging you to not so much vote yourself, but to make sure that others around you are doing the same. Yeah, it's too important. There's too much left to chance. We don't want that Clint Eastwood moment where right. where people say, "Are you know, do you feel lucky, punk?" Right. And the truth is, it's just too easy now. You can get absentee ballots. You can still ask for one. They'll mail it to you. You can mail it back. There's still time for that. To say that you haven't got the time, and when I see those questions, I th- see videos of people, how come you don't vote? I don't really have the time how much time do you spend watching television? About four hours a day. Yeah, like, you got nothing but time. Yeah, so it's just simple. There's, there really is no excuse other than, you know, you got hit by a truck. You right. know, like beyond that, you have time to prepare for it. Matter of fact, I like going game day, and I'm, I'm probably going to do that, but I love that I can go down to my town office and say, I'd like to vote right now, please. Yeah, my dad did. My dad <laughs> voted like a couple of weeks ago. Right. He always, and every time he gets in the car with me, he goes, I, I already voted. <laughs> I, I already cast my ballot. Yeah. Um, so, and uh, and so he's just, he just likes to be able to do that. Yeah. Just go and are early voting and his votes are already counted. Me, I, like in you, I'm game day player. I kind of like the whole feeling behind it. I like to see it. people. I like yep. to, you know, and, and again, it reminds the smiles and familiar faces. I have to say, parenthetical insert, it won't mean anything to a lot of people outside of Brattleboro, but we recently moved to a different town, but when I lived in Brattleboro, I would go vote, and every time I would be greeted by the great wide smile of Sherry Manning, uh, oh, who, yeah. who won't be there this year. No, so, no. yep, no. Um, Sherry Manning was uh, just a local great person who uh, no. recently passed away. Yeah. Again, if you're not uh, if you're outside the broadcast area, then mm. uh, that will mean nothing. Just but know, I'm, just know that a, that that a good soul. Yeah, but I'm saying that she was one of the reasons, like, like that yeah. there would always be, and she and others, are others that I know that are there to just be positive and to say, yes, we're all participating in this, come what may. Right. And so showing up at the day, on the day of voting, is a, is another way that we bond as community. Yeah. Right? So. And, you know, I mean, I get it. If you if you live in Cleveland, you're probably not having the same experience <laughs> that we are. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> you know, I get that. Hello, but Cleveland. Then, hello, Cleveland. <laughs> Go vote early then. Yes. But do it and drag people with you. Right. All right, we'll leave it there. I've been Fish. I've been Steve. And this has been The Earspoon, found at theearspoon.com and wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll talk to you uh, next Monday. Cheerio. More at theearspoon.com.